Hello, people of Earth and people who listen to Spotify and Podcast. Welcome, one and all, to this week's news and flashback fun mini episode. I'm your host, Movie Guru. Why are you hearing me talk in my over-exaggerated, French-sounding, very bad vampire voice? Well, one of this week's Halloween movies for flashback fun involves a vampire. No, folks, it is not Edward Cullen from Twilight. <coughs> Sorry, folks. Vampire vo- voice got stuck in my throat like a piece of candy, and I'll be using it soon enough. Anyways, I mean, anyways, happy Indigenous Peoples Day and Columbus Day, and also happy October 9th birthdays to Jimmy Wood, country singer Scotty McCreary, who sings his way to his 30th birthday, and whose son Avery turns one on October 24th, the late singer John Lennon, John Lennon's son Sean, Gumero del Toro, original Blues Clues host Steve Burns, who turns 50, and actor Brandon Routh, 2020's The Haunting of Bly Manor show and The War with Grandpa, the 1984 Thomas and Friends TV show, The Little Einstein's TV show, 1992's The River Runs Through It, the 1999 TV movie Don't Look Under the Bed, 2015's Knock Knock, The Walk and Steve Jobs, all debuted on this day in their respective years. I would like to send out prayers and virtual hugs and love to all of those affected by the terrible conflict in Israel. Hashtag pray for Israel. Hashtag enough is enough. I have some news for you before we get into flashback fun. Variety.com announced earlier today, hi-ho, a 4K restoration of the original 1937 animation classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is set to land on Disney Plus later this month. The 4K version of the film will be available on Disney Plus worldwide on August 16th. Time for the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Co. Disney previously announced that a 4K ultra- HD Blu-ray edition of Snow White will be available on DVD starting October 10th. Disney shared before and after images comparing the original print to 4K restoration. According to the company, the restored version is the result of the combined efforts of the Walt Disney Studios restoration and preservation team working closely with key artists from Walt Disney Animation Studios. The website also declared earlier today Tony Shalhoub returns as the defective detective in Peacock's Mr. Monk's Last Case, a Monk movie premiering on December 8th. It's been 12 years since the world has seen a fresh installment of Monk. The world has changed mightily in those intervening years, and Monk 2023 reflects the changing world. Executive producers Andy Brackman, Dave Ben Hoberman and Randy Risk said in a joint statement. The Monk reunion movie will see Shalhoub reprise his role as Adrian Monk, a consulting detective with obsessive compulsive disorder and a wide range of phobias. Per the official logline, the film sees Monk return to solve one last and very personal case involving his beloved stepdaughter Molly, a journalist preparing for her wedding. Original stars Ted Levine, Trailer Howard, Jason Gray Stanford, Melora Hardin, and Hector Alonso 
reprised their role in Mr. Monk's Last Case, a Monk movie, with Caitlin McGee and James Purifor joining as new cast members. Now, Monk isn't the only familiar face coming to streaming services this fall. The anthropomorphic star, animal stars of the hit children's graphic novel series, The Bad Guys, and the unexpected 2022 hit movie based on them, Mr. Snake, Mr. Tarantula, Mr. Wolf, Mr. Piranha, and Mr. Shark are coming back. Deadline.com announced today Netflix is set November 30th for the premiere of The Bad Guys, a very bad holiday half-hour special, a prequel to the 2002-2022 animated film The Bad Guys. In the prequel set before the events of the feature, there's nothing the bad guys love more than Christmas morning, because while everyone is home opening presents, it's the perfect time to execute their citywide holiday heist. But when Christmas is unexpectedly canceled, the bad guys must do the unthinkable. Reignite the city's holiday spirit by giving instead of taking. Belated congratulations go out to Emmy-nominated actress Anya Taylor-Joy. She married her fiancé, musician Malcolm McRae, in Venice last week. Attention, fans of The Crown, I have some exciting news for you. The Hollywood Reporter.com announced earlier today, Netflix has announced a premiere date for the sixth and final season of The Crown, but it won't be debuting all at once. As it's done with several series in the past year and change, the streamer will split The Crown's last run into two parts. The first four episodes will premiere on November 16th, with part two, six episodes, following four weeks later on December 14th. Netflix has similarly split up the runs of the most recent seasons of Stranger Things, You, and The Witcher, which, like The Crown, are among the more popular shows on the platform. The final series season of the series will cover the years 1997 to 2005. Part 1 will depict the relationship between Princess Diana, Elizabeth to Becky, and Dottie Fayed, Khalid Abdallah, and the 1997 car crash in Paris that killed them. Part 2 will feature the wedding of Prince Charles, Dominic West, and Camilla Bowell, Parker Bowles, Olivia Williams, while also focusing on Charles' sons, William, Ed McVie, and Harry Luther Ford. Austin Butler fans, I have great news for you. TVLine.com announced October 5th, a World War II drama starring two recent Oscar nominees and produced by Hollywood legends. Yep, we're ready to enlist. Apple TV Plus's wartime drama, Maskers of the Air, will premiere Friday, Jan 26. TV Line has learned. Austin Butler, Elvis, and Barry Keoghan, the Banshees of Veneer Sheeran, lead an ensemble cast in a true story about American pilots conducting dangerous bombing raids for Nazi Germany. The project is based on the book by Donald L. Miller and reunited executive producers Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, and Gary Goatman, who previously worked together on HBO's Brand of Brothers in the Pacific. Masters of the Air so salute to the brave men of the 8th Air Force, who through their courage and brotherhood helped defeat Nazi Germany in World War II, Ghostman said in a statement. Tom and Stephen have always wanted to visualize cinematically what our author Don Miller has called this singular event in the history of warfare. 
We're thrilled that Apple TV Plus has given us the opportunity to combine the efforts of so many talented people on screen and behind the camera to tell this important story. To quote the Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island's It's Terror Time Again song by Sky Cycle, It's Terror Time Again. They got you running through the night. It's terror time again. And you just might die of fright. It's a terrifying time. Ah! You hear the beating of your heart. You know the screaming's gonna start. Here comes the really scary part. Cause it's terror time again. That's right, folks. We're right in the middle of spooky season. With just 22 days left till Halloween, that means it's time for a Halloween movie flashback fun. And for today's flashback fun, I got four frightfully perfect Halloween-y films. To kick things off, happy belated birthday to the man who gave the world The Haunted Mask, Slappy the Evil Ventriloquist Dummy, Monster Blood, The Feel Street Monsters, The Harland Horrors, The Werewolf of Fever Swamp, and countless other nightmarish book creations. R.L. Stein, the master mind behind the Goosebumps and Fear Street books, turned 80 years old yesterday, October 8th. Can you believe it? In honor of his big milestone, and because the new Goosebumps series gives Disney Plus and Hulu viewers a scare on Friday the 13th, Cassie Laughlin of Hyannis has requested that I talk about the 2015 Goosebumps film. Based on Stein's children's horror book series of the same name, the October 16, 2015 comedy horror stars the talents of Dylan Minnette, Jack Black, Amy Ryan, Odea Rush, Ryan Lee, and Jillian Bell. In the film, after moving to Madison, Wisconsin, teen Zach teams up with his new friend Champ and the sheltered teenage daughter of his neighbor, R.L. Stein, to save their hometown after the Goosebumps monsters break free from their books and wreak havoc in the real world. It scared up $158 million in theaters. A standalone sequel, Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween, was released on October 12, 2018, with only Jack Black returning as Stein as an uncredited minor role. According to IMDb.com, Bella Thorne was actually considered for the Hannah part, and Mr. Stein makes the comment that he sold way more books than author Stephen King. Actually, this line of film dialogue really is true. R.L. Stein has sold over 400 million books, and Stephen King has only sold over 350 million books. The real R.L. Stein makes a cameo at the end of the film when he says hi to Jack Black, while walking through the halls of the school. The real Arl Stein's character's name is Mr. Black, whereas Jack Black plays Mr. Stein. With this Friday being Friday the 13th, it's only fitting that I take a look back at the very first Friday the 13th film, which introduced the hockey mask wearing horror icon Jason Voorhees just slightly over 43 years ago. Friday the 13th starred the talents of Betsy Palmer, Adrian King, Harry Crosby, Laurie Bertram, Janine Taylor, and Kevin Bacon. Yes, really. And it slashed its way into horror film history May 9th, 1980. 
in the film, which totally owes its creation to 1978's Halloween, a group of teenage camp counselors are trying to reopen an abandoned summer camp that has a grim past. But a mysterious killer is taking them out and killing them one by one. Jason's movie debut had 59.8 million victims worldwide and was the first independent film of its kind to get United States distribution from a major studio. It was so successful that it led to a long line of sequels, which includes a 2003 crossover with another horror icon, old Freddy Krueger, and a 2009 reboot, a TV series, comics, and more. According to IMDb.com, Jason is never even mentioned by name until one hour and 16 minutes into the film. And most of the stars of the original film were really Broadway stars who were sent over by a Broadway casting agency. Oddly enough, the film ended up debuting in a Broadway movie house. Now, if you excuse the bad vampire voice tone again, Miss Laughlin has also requested for today's 2012 computer animated monster comedy Hotel Transylvania. See September 28, 2012 film. The first film in the Hotel Transylvania film franchise stars the talents of Andy Samberg, Adam Sandler, Selena Gomez, Molly Shannon, Kevin James, Fran Drescher, CeeLo Green, Steve Buscemi, and many more. In the film, Count Dracula is the owner of the titular Hotel Transylvania, where the world's monsters can take a break from humanity. Drac invites some of the most famous monsters to celebrate his beloved daughter Mavis's 118th birthday. But when the human-free hotel is unexpectedly visited by a human traveler named Jonathan, Drac goes into overprotective mode trying to protect the guests and Mavis from the fact that Johnny is a human and it does not help then Johnny falls hard for Mavis. It made $358 million worldwide and created the Hotel Transylvania film franchise with 2015's Hotel Transylvania 2, 2018's Hotel Transylvania Summer Vacation, and the final film, 2022's Hotel Transylvania Transmorphmania. According to IMDb.com, Quasimodo's pet rat is named after is named Esmeralda, after the gypsy heroine of the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and Jonathan himself appears to be named after Jonathan Harker from Bram Stoker's Dracula novel. Now, the last of today's Halloween movie flashback fun is actually the youngest of the quartet, as it just turned ten years old on July nineteenth. It would be James Wan's. 2013 supernatural horror film, The Conjuring, with Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga as paranormal investigator and married couple authors Ed and Lorraine Warren. In, set, in the film, set in 1971, the Warrens come to the help of the haunted Perron family who experienced disturbing events in their Rhode Island farmhouse. It's scared of third, 319 million spirits, and began The Conjuring Universe, an extended cinematic universe of horror films. As of June 2020, 
As of 2023, the franchise includes eight films, which involve three Conjuring films, 2018's The Nun and its recently released sequel, The Nun 2, The Curse of La Llorona, and three Annabelle films. According to IMDb.com, the actual Perron family visited the set, and the film has no sex or nudity, little profanity, tame and mostly bloodless violence, brief description of alcohol, and no smoking. But yet, it received an R rating. This was chiefly for its enormous, terrifying scare factor alone. It's also the very first film directed by James Wan to not have a cameo of the Billy the Puppet doll from his Saw film series. That's all for today's News and Flashback Fun mini-episode, folks. Remember, there will be no Midday Movie Madness show until October 16th and no Flashback Fun until next Saturday, October 21st. This show's 18-year mark. Hooray! So until then, my minions, as always, stay safe and watch lots of movies and get to the theaters if you can. Bye now.